The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Ready, one, two, three, cue announcer. The number one outdoor radio show. America's most precious resource. A show in which all others will be judged. What's that you kids say again? Booyah! Booyah! Often imitated, but never duplicated. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present, for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure, live across this great nation and around the world, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Well, boys and girls, it is about two weeks and counting until Thanksgiving. So if uh, you, you haven't shot a turkey in the face yet, you still have some time. <laughs> you do have time. Got to get out there and shoot those turkeys. Yes. So to get ready for Thanksgiving, obviously, we're going to talk elk hunting with Steve West. Steve West, what a great guy. Yeah. And he, matter of fact, we're going to talk to him on his cell phone. Out in the wilderness in Oregon. Yeah, he's on some mountain right now. Uh, we're also going to hear from Hans Hummel talking about their awesome uh, Thanksgiving Black Friday deals. Yeah, out of Riverton, Wyoming. He's going to be giving some uh, deep frying turkey recipes, maybe. Yeah, um, and then we head to Alabama. Yeah, to talk to with uh, Brett Williams. Uh, he's the co-host and co-founder of Donation. Such a neat show and program, which is all about donating wild game to those in need. And that's what this time of the year is all about, is uh, taking care of your neighbor. Buying for people. That's what it's about. <laughs> All right, so let's get to uh, the biggest man we know. The greatest biggest guy, man. the tallest guy, the greatest guy is Steve West. Steve West, let's do it. It's Hunvember this week on The Revolution. Ta-da. Now launching into a two-parter with Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. All right, so Jim, we got Steve on the line. Uh-huh. Uh, and he speaks ungulate fluently. So this whole interview... that split hoof? Yeah, he, this whole interview... <laughs> Uh, he's going to be talking in bugle and a uh, little cow chirps, a little cow calling. Uh, anyways. A little cow chirps. <laughs> That's what I got. Uh, anyway, Steve West, he's host Steve's Outdoor Adventures at Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Steve, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> yeah, it's been a good morning. Weather's beautiful today. Uh, we got a storm moving in, so it seems like the elk are on the move today for sure. Been a little bit of late season hunting, but uh, all good. You know, I think it's just a matter of time before we start filling some tags here. Yeah, well, I uh, I saw some photographs of you with a really nice bull elk, and also your dad. Yeah, you got a six by six. Would you take that in Utah? Yeah, yeah, that was my Utah bull. That was a great hunt. Um, it was a slow hunt. It was the only bull I saw. Wow. Uh, you know, but you know, sometimes when the hunting's tough, you just got to stick it out. You know, a lot of people forget that. Elk hunting season isn't one day long. You know, it's 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 five days, seven days, ten days long for a reason because elk hunting stuff, and sometimes you got to grind it out. Yeah, he's a massive bull that you took, um, and then your dad also. Would your dad take like a seven by seven? Yeah, that was a beautiful seven by seven bull here in Oregon. 
Yeah. Uh, he waited a long time to get that tag. My gosh, and the mass on your dad's bull. People need to hop on your Facebook page, uh, Steve West, or any of your socials and check out. I think November 2nd, you posted a picture of your dad's bull, and he, the mass on him is nice. Yeah, those royal points are crazy good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, actually two bulls came in. And uh, we named him Legend and Son of Legend. <laughs> dad told me he shot the yeah. Dad told me he shot the bigger of two, so I thought he'd shot Legend the whole time. Turned out he had not shot the bigger of the two. He'd shot the other one. So now I'm out here looking for Legend right now. I about six minutes ago had my sights on a bull, but he wasn't quite big enough, so we let him go. And uh, you know, and I proceeded up on top of the ridge here so I could make the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve's actually in the field right now. Now, since I mean, you hunt all over the place, Mister Steve. And one thing you have kind of mentioned before, and you know, on social media and everything, uh, is the drought a lot of uh, the nation is facing. It, it's bad out there. How is it affecting the animals you're pursuing? Uh, is it has it been tough on them? Are the drought conditions pretty bad for them? In some areas, yeah, the drought's been really bad. Like in Utah, that's what contributed to the, the hunting situation was, that, you know, there were, up where we were at, there wasn't a lot of water. Uh, the elk had moved, you know, I mean, animals are going to go wherever there's water. And that particular property, the water supply had dried up around the first week in September. And if there's no water, those elk aren't going to stay there much. It was very small seeps. And, you know, so any place that anybody was hunting across the West this year, they really needed to be focusing on, Water, water, and more water, because if you found water, you were going to find animals. Yeah. Now, did you find that, uh, say, you found a place with maybe two or three different springs or something, that they would travel between those, or did they hang around one in particular? Generally, it would depend on the quality of that spring. But, yeah, if you have a spring that will feed like a little seep or a, like a small, oh, I don't want to use the word pond, but sometimes even something as small as a wallow, if you've got enough water that a herd of elk can come once a day and water or hit it every morning and evening, you're in business. And, you know, and those elk may just bed up, say, a quarter to a half mile away in a thicket and then feed and then travel down far. Because you got to remember, a quarter mile, half mile, even a mile is nothing for an animal to travel. Uh, but if you can find good water and you're within, a let's say, a half mile of that water, and and there's no other water around for a ways. You're gonna be you're gonna be in the elk and probably the deer and the bear and everything else that runs around up there. Yeah. Now where you're at currently, and once again you're in the field chasing elk. Is the rut over? Is it still going on? Where are you guys at in that? Are they bugling? You know, I would have told you the rut was over till about eight ten minutes ago when I heard <laughs> this bull bugling his guts out in there. But really, um, yeah. There's it's a big herd, so there may be still a few cows that are. You know, coming in season, maybe, you know, he's a pretty big bull. I mean, he was an older bull. So my guess is that he's still hanging with some cows that are in cycle. I, I don't know. I, it's just, it's always odd to me when I hear elk bugling in November, but I've, I have filmed elk bugling and bre I've actually watched a bull breed a cow on November 8th in Utah one year. Wow. And I mean, it's just, you know, that's foreign to me. Usually the rut's over with by mid to late October. But I think as some of these western elk herds get bigger and bigger and bigger and you've got, let's say, one big mature bull and he's got 30, 40, 50, 60 cows, it becomes a lot harder for him to breed them all before the, you know, the, the traditional rut is over with. And I've had different people tell me that an elk will come in, you know, a cow will come into season, you know, twice. Well, 
Uh, did she come into season the first time in October and then again in November? Do we have a changing rut? I don't know. A lot of that stuff's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. But I can tell you this. I heard this bull really going off just a little bit ago. Yeah, his call is the bark of that uh, 300 PRC, Bergera. <laughs> <laughs> that is his yeah, call. Yeah, when, when, when I use that call, they usually uh, don't go far. <laughs> now, are you finding a lot of satellite bulls or are they kind of off in uh, bachelor groups, you know, the ones that aren't herded up? Um, is that really? Yeah. 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 This bull had one five by five as a satellite bull with that herd and a couple of spikes. But, uh, for the most part right now, we've got a couple of big bachelor groups of bulls, uh, that are off by themselves. And this just happens. And I, this morning we watched a big herd of cows and calves and three spikes without a herd bull with them. And then this herd we just watched, uh, they actually surprised us, um, had the herd bull with a lot of cows and calves, like I said, a few spikes and a five by five. So, I think it's we're you know from herd to herd it's changing right now depending on you know are all the cows bred if they're not all bred or are some still coming into heat you know like I said I think we have a changing rut right now with the elk and that we ha- we're going to start seeing more and more you know late rut behavior at least in areas with high elk densities you bet hey we got to take a break Steve can you stick around of course okay hey we're talking with Steve West he's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventure on Sportsman's Channel Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Eastern Time yeah now Mr. Steve to learn more about you Pendleton Ammunition so awesome all of your partners uh, where you're going to be get some tips from you man where can we find you online uh, you can always go to stevesoutdooradventures.com pendletonammo.com is our other website and then, of course, you can always Google the Adventure Armory. Uh, we've got multiple websites for that where we have our rifle, scope, and ammo packages. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel Sports, the channel World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV, part two with Steve West, right after this. But first, here's Mrs. Bunny. Don't go anywhere. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on elk hideouts, brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them at himtnjerky.com. Elk hideouts. Elk look to hiding cover for security as a means of escape from predators, so seeking out these cover locales is a solid strategy for elk hunters. Look for the thick and unwelcoming cover where elk will often go to avoid hunting pressure. Don't neglect to look to steep terrain like boulders and cliffs because sheep and goats aren't the only ones that can navigate these tricky areas. Finally, identify grazing areas where a herd can go to sustain itself, as these hotspots can provide the perfect shot of opportunity for hunters. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Want to reach the boys? We'll pick up the phone and call 785-846-7647. Hello. Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. If you want to make a name for yourself in rodeo, start early. It takes a lot to be a rodeo kid. They'll sacrifice everything to make it to the top. If there's a time to peak, it's Vegas. It's the most exciting night ever. Some people let nerves get to them, some people don't. It does make a mama nervous. It's good in the rodeo industry to have a very short memory. Kid Rodeo, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air with Hunt Vember. Now let's get back to Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. 
Hey, we are back. We are hunting. Actually, it's Hunt Fember today, and uh, we're talking with Steve West. He is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures, and he's elk hunting somewhere in the wilds of, is it? You're in Oregon right now? I'm in Oregon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're at the ranch here in Oregon. Okay. Now, you know, we were talking about the elk that you and your dad took in Utah. How long were those shots? I mean, were you able to uh, slip in on them, or did you take a 300-yard shot? Steve's a damn sniper is what he is. (laughs) So Dad shot his elk in Oregon at the beginning of this season. Um, But he was in Utah, so that's a long shot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So no, so at the first week of October, I shot my bull down in Utah, um, and it was a it was a longer shot. It was right at 500 yards. Whoa. yeah, yeah, he he just he was secluded with some cows up in the top of a little draw with a, a patch of uh, pine up there, and he just he wasn't coming out for anything. And uh, when he showed himself, I had a small window of opportunity on the last day of the season uh, to make it happen, you know. And, and you know, unfortunately, I had the tool to get the job done, you know, the 300 PRC. And we shoot good equipment, right? You shoot a good rifle; it's accurate. You've got a a good, you know, we, we have a scope system on it that's, you know, the burst veracity scope with a custom dial. Once I knew the yardage, all I had to do was turn the dial to that. You know, I said 500 yards and, you know, when the bull gave me his vitals, it was over for him. And, you know, of course we, we shoot good ammo and it, it's one of those things where you have confidence in your weapon. You practice a lot. You can make a 500 yard shot every time. Um, you know, my dad, he opted to use his old Ot six. He's got a Bergara B fourteen basic model. He loves his old Ot six. He'll never shoot anything else. His was one hundred and forty eight yards, I think. Mm. And uh, you know, same thing. You know, good scope, good rifle, good ammo. You know, one hundred fifty yard shots on elk are pretty easy to make, but you still got to have a bolt that'll get the job done. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And you know, you're talking about some weather is going to be moving in. You know, as we transition into the middle and, and latter part of November, the temps are going to start dropping. But them elk, they're not thin skin like some whitetail. You know, I mean, when you talk about like a decrease in weather or intense wa- weather patterns, snow and rain mix, you know. Um, it really takes some super cold weather to affect them to really start that migration. We might find, you know, zero cold. Do they find that really nasty? As long as they have feed and water, they're pretty much okay, aren't they? Yeah, I've always said 18 inches of snow will make elk move. Yeah, and I've seen less do it, and I've seen and I've seen those old bulls hang up in belly deep snow. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just I, I really feel like when you're when you're talking about elk, you know, the big herds, the cows, the calves, the younger bulls, I think I think they're going to move when you've got 14, 18 inches of snow and it stays for a few days. They're on the move. They're going to they're gonna hit it. They're going to head for lower elevations and winter range. I think your older bulls are going to stick around, and it's going to take a little bit more snow to push them out of the high country. Yeah. Now, we were talking about uh, water holes, and it's nothing for an elk to travel you know, half a mile, mile uh, between water holes and so forth. But, you know, they could be up in that uh, 15, 18 inches of snow wintering overnight and then uh, come down to like 8,500 feet or whatever it is to get into two or three inches of snow and not even think anything of it. Isn't that true? That's true. Um, We've actually seen elk migrate 
50, 60, 80, 100 miles in some cases wow. to get to their winter range areas. Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing is, when you're out there, you know, and, and you talked about this 500-yard shot, you couldn't get any closer. But do you try to position yourself between the bedding area and the water and maybe uh, intercept them? How? What's your plan there? You know, I've, I've always had this saying that if I can hear them, I can find them. And if I can find them, I can see them and kill them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm going to, you know, where I, where I hear them and see them is going to dictate that. But if I can't hear them, if they're not bugling, then, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where are they bedding, where are they feeding, and, and where what's their travel corridor. Um, can I spot them in that travel corridor from a distance and then figure them out and then ambush them? Um, I like to watch things from a distance. I don't like to try and still hunt. I like, I don't still hunt thickets of timber hoping to bump into elk. I want to, I want to see them from two miles away, figure them out and then, you know, figure out once again, where are they bedding? Where are they feeding? And then ambush them in the middle. Now you were talking about <laughs> your dad with 30 out six, you had the 300 PRC. Uh, you know, what do you think is your preferred caliber? If you could only have one caliber to chase big monster bulls with Mr. Steve, what would it be and why? Well, I think still it'd be the 300 Winchester Magnum because really? you can find ammunition everywhere for it. You know, that I love the 300 PRC caliber, but if the ammunition's not as readily available, uh, right now as, as let's say a 300 Win Mag caliber is. Um, but I mean, if it's, if it's just me talking and my personal availability, I mean, I have an ammunition company. <laughs> it's going to be the 300 PRC. It's, it's ballistically superior, but you're not always going to be able to find the ammo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what what weight of bullet are you using that 300? Um, today I've got the 220 grain uh, high ballistic coefficient bullets in there. Yeah. I, I like the sound it makes when it hits an elk. <laughs> <laughs> and now with, with Pendleton is, I mean, do you do a lot of custom work? Can we just hop online and order? How do you go about that? Well, we've always been known as a custom ammunition company because people will send us their rifles yeah. and we'll do a custom load development on that gun. Wow. But for every one person who does that, we have 500 people who just go to the website and they buy our standard house ammunition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to shoot it because it's a little bit warmer than the standard factory ammo in terms of like velocities. Um, but really to get custom performance, you send your gun in for a load development. We work it up on the gun, and then we send your rifle back to you with five or ten boxes of shells, whatever you order. And then you have a supply. You have enough to practice, enough to hunt with, and last a few years. But we keep that recipe on file so that when you run out of ammo, you can call us up, order more, and we'll ship it right to your home. Yeah, well, if you need uh, any ammunition, contact Pendleton. They are the place to go to. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Steve. We're talking with Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman's Channel, Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. Anything from uh, knocking down big bull elk, bear, mountain lion, wolves. Steve does it all. You have to watch Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Such an awesome show. Again, sir, to find you guys online, where do we have to go? Go Steve'sOutdoorAdventures.com for the hunting website. Uh, and lots of information there. We've just updated it with a lot of new stuff and the fishing info's up there now. PendletonAmmo.com for the ammunition. And you can Google the Adventure Armory to see the rifle scope and ammo packages. That's right. And this has been brought to you by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is Hans Hummel. He's going to cook up Steve Wessel. That's right. All right, Mr. Steve, God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Hey, you guys have a wonderful day. I'm going to bail back over the edge of this cliff and see if we can't find these out. 
And now, here's another Revolution fall cleanup tip. Instead of killing yourself raking up all your leaves, save some time. Just light a match and set your yard on fire. Seriously, please don't do that. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. What happens when you take two master craftspeople and give them a playground full of tools and materials to build with? Yep, pretty much what we thought, too. YouTube legend George Strava and expert auto tech Cheyenne Ruther team up to design, build, and test the world's most amazing backyard launcher. That's what I'm talking about. I just love something powerful, big, brutal. I like a challenge. Backyard Ballistics. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. We're back. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with Hunt Vember. Now, please welcome Mr. Hans Hummel, owner and president of High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we are back. We're talking Hunt Vember on this week's show. I got that right. You got it right this time, yeah. Yeah. And uh, before the break, we had old Steve West on with Steve's Outdoor Adventures. What an interesting guy he is. But our next guest, he's really interesting because he's a man after my own heart. He makes things that you eat. You know, Hans Hummel, he's like six foot seven, and he could easily hide behind Steve West. (laughs) Steve is, I swear to God, Steve is like nine foot tall. Uh, Mr. Hans Hummel, he is the owner and president of High Mountain Seasonings, and Thanksgiving is not not too far away, and you're the man that's going to spice up our lives with some delicious food. Mr. Hans, how's it going today? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Well, you know, they say that variety is the spice of life. You guys are the spice of life, aren't you? Well, I hope so. We've got a lot of different varieties out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's amazing. I was actually looking up a statistic. They say there is a thousand porch fires each year on uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> from deep frying, causing more than $15 million in damage. Have you ever lit your porch on fire? Deep frying a turkey. I never, I never have, but I've, whenever I've done it, I've always done it on cement. <laughs> and see, this is why he, he's the only one that can make cement burn. He's a successful businessman because he doesn't burn things down. Um, now, <laughs> let's talk about Black Friday. A lot of people have early bird specials um, yep. going on. When does your Black Friday sale start, Mr. Hans? You know what? We, uh, we're, we're running some specials on the website, too, some early bird stuff. Um, a lot of people are doing that this year, but we'll also have some more uh, in the traditional time as well. Wow. Well, you know, the the, the interesting part about uh, Black Friday, you've got so many different packages on sale, but the one that I'm really interested in, and, and actually breakfast is my favorite meal, what do you got going for breakfast? You know, we, we in October, we came out with a new breakfast uh, sausage. It's called Country Style. It's a traditional savory with maybe a, hint, a little hint of maple in it. Um, it's fantastic for making uh, biscuits and gravy. Oh, that sounds really good. Um, now, you guys have so many bundles as well. Let's say if we wanted to get like a um, couple different kind of uh, sausage kits, we wanted to get some jerky kits. You have bundles for pretty much everything, and they're on, on sale right now, aren't they, Mr. Hans? Yeah, we've always run them about 15 to 20% off on those bundles, and it's kind of a good mix. We found that a lot of people were coming to the website, and we have so many different varieties of stuff. They didn't, they they wanted to try it, and they didn't really know how. So if you just pick a bundle, um, you could throw that in your cart, and then we've got uh, free shipping over seventy five dollars. So that helps get there too. And 
Um, they've been really popular. Well, you know, one thing that I noticed going to your website, you've got so many recipes on there. Like, you know, I was mentioning breakfast earlier, tells you how to make that uh, turkey pork uh sausage for breakfast i mean gosh it's just a tutorial right online well thank yeah we, it's our 30th year anniversary and we just came out with a, a new cookbook that you can download um it's 30 different recipes um for all different types of situations um, um and you can print them out one page at a time so it's kind of pretty handy oh that's cool and people just need to go to himtandjerky.com and check it out Statistics-wise, they say number one for Thanksgiving, you have turkey. Number two is spiral ham. Three, roast beef. Four, turducken. I, I don't see a lot of people doing turducken, but... You try uh, to shoot them. Number five, fried duck, which that sounds good. And six is meatloaf. Is like their top six things people eat for Thanksgiving. But let's get into turkey, because on your website, you have an awesome recipe for... Our, or you do like a bourbon-glazed holiday turkey. That sounds uh-huh. amazing. It is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good recipe. I like drinking the bourbon first. That is pretty good. You guys also have like a stuffed and smoked wild turkey breast. Um, now, when you guys make a lot of your turkeys, do you do like a butterball or do you go and you, you harvest a turkey? What do you guys normally do? You know what? We, we have some turkeys in Wyoming, but not not many where we live. But we, we usually, yeah, we go for a butterball or something and... Um, the, my favorite way to do it is take our poultry rub, yes. um, and you get melt butter and you mix it together and then you baste it over the turkey. Um, my wife does an incredible job with it. Yeah. Now, would you say one of the main things that people need to do is use your game bird and poultry brine? And what is that just mixed with one gallon of water for about 24 hours? Is that how you do it? Yeah, you can do it that way. Um, it certainly helps with a wild bird, especially, um, because it, it makes it a whole lot more tender. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good way to do it. And a, a good way after you brine it and cook it, um, is you put it in a, in a cooler and let it sit for a couple hours and it gets really tender and moist. Yeah. Because it'd be pretty hard to find like a Ziploc container big enough for a turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could be pretty tough. You find your nephew. So, you know, I mean, I think that would be one of the nice things too, because it imparts a lot of moisture, doesn't it? Because that is one of the difficult things about cooking a turkey. Half of it Especially is wild. Yeah. So dry. The other half is not done yeah. enough, but it really uh, puts a lot of moisture into it, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. And it's, it's great for ducks, um, geese, uh, turkeys, you name it. Yeah. Now, when you guys sit there and you come up, and I've always wondered this, you know, you're coming up with your different flavors. What do you think, uh, Brian? Should we do this? Yeah. Like your new country style breakfast. breakfast bre- I can't even talk breakfast. <laughs> it's like when you say ossifer. Um, how do you guys come up? with all these different flavors and different seasonings. I mean, after a while, I would think your palate would get, like, totally burnt out. Actually, bourbon has a lot to do with that. Is it hard to come up with new recipes, new flavorings, new seasonings? I mean, I, I, it just kind of natural to us and around the office. You know, we've had customer suggestions, stuff that my wife's traditionally used, stuff that I've kind of come up with. The new country style was it, actually my wife and I went to Hawaii many years ago, and we we tried a, a sausage flavor there, and we thought, well, we started experimenting when we got back, and uh, we, we thought this one was pretty good. So we finally came out uh, commercially with it. Yeah. Now, when you make, like, seasonings that have a little spice to them, some peppers, are there any precautions you have to take? Because I would think mixing seasonings and doing stuff on that level, I mean, you'd have to wear, like, a special hazmat suit for some of those peppers, wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, that is true. Our Inferno blend uh, is actually <laughs> not done in-house. We do it 
at a special facility where they really do wear hazmat suits and that, and that kind of thing because you can't just have that going through the air and kill everybody in the office. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, seriously? NORAD's involved I in love that. the name right. Inferno. Uh, it's gonna be warm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that is true. So, and some are stronger than others. So you, you just have to be careful. Some, you know, you always have to be masked up and stuff like that um, if they are pretty spicy. Yeah. When it starts off with ghost peppers, yeah, you know it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> then you got to be careful. Now, you know, with how many different jerky kits do you guys have available, Mr. Hans? You know, I, I think it's about 25 uh, wow. if you include the variety packs and the stuff for uh, the the goose and turkey and all that. Mm-hmm. Would you say that, you know, the way you guys have everything broken down and the only way it's going to come out bad is if people don't follow your directions, <laughs> you know? And so have you found that you guys really opened a door? And I think that that is what's so neat that people find making jerky, making sausage, making brick. They they think it's it's intimidating. It's hard. They can't do it. They're not smart enough. And then they get your, your kids and they're like, oh, my God, this is delicious. And I can make as much as I want. You kind of broke down some doors. Yeah. It, I mean, honestly, we have very detailed instructions and we suggest, you know, just make one pound for your first go around. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people like more spice. Some people like less. You can, you know, add more spice or whatever you want to do. But try a little batch at first and then uh, and then make it your own. You can even add some other flavors to it if you like that. We just we encourage experimentation. Now, with your bacon cures, would you yes. say that is more of an expert level is that or is that pretty easy to do jimbo and i have never actually made bacon no um you know it's really it's honestly i know it seems like making bacon is is a hard thing to do yeah it's super simple like really? if you take our original buckboard bacon you know basically you just rub our stuff on it and put it in the fridge for 10 days and then you take it out you rinse it off and then you put it in your smoker it's that simple. Oh, my God. The hardest part is waiting the 10 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy is your ultimate fish bundle. Yeah, that you is know, good. I, mean, yeah. I absolutely love fish, but I got to tell you, when you use those spices, it just, well, your tongue will slap you silly with every bite. <laughs> well, I, lo- I love our Alaskan salmon seasoning. I, I, I literally, I don't order it out at, at restaurants because I have to have that seasoning on it from the salmon. <laughs> you, you go to the restaurant and take your own seasonings. <laughs> we, we've done that. We've done that. <laughs> you really? Oh, that is so fun. You know, this this time of year is so great. A lot of small game seasons opening up. You know, you really want some snow on the ground. Let's, you say you're out hunting, you know, rabbits over the weekend stuff. Um, yep. Getting kids involved. I'm going to tell you what, where you're making rabbit, you're making deer jerky, elk jerky, antelope jerky. Uh, you know, some bacon. I mean, really, I think taking kids out, getting them hooked on hunting, and then going home and showing them how to prepare it with the fine stuff you guys have there at High Mountain Seasonings, that is truly a way to get more children and people uh, in, invested in hunting and in their food. Yeah, you know, this this past weekend, my buddy uh, came up from Colorado with his two kids, and we took them out after rabbits and ducks, and uh, we took my nephew along. And they just loved it. We just had a great time. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Hans Hubble. He is the owner and president of High Mountain Seasoning right behind Kimberly.
she's really the boss. That's right. Now, Mr. Hans, <laughs> to learn more about you guys, your awesome specials going on. We mentioned so many different things. Uh, people really do need to check out, and especially the new country style breakfast. That is delicious, uh, especially this holiday season. But to get your sales, Black Friday events, early bird stuff, recipes, where can we find you online, Mr. Hans? www.himtnjerky.com and sign up for our email. We don't shoot emails out all the time. But we, it will tell you about our specials. Uh, you can like our Facebook page. We put them up there, too. So um, th- that way you'll be first to know. You bet. Hey, that was Hans Hummel. And coming up next is Brent Williams, co-host of Donation and Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, and this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Hans, we love you. Happy Thanksgiving early, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Take the boys with you wherever you go by logging on to JimandTrav.com. And if you don't, we'll hit you in the head with a frying pan. Ow. And your knee with a crowbar. So just log on to the website, okay? JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue next. Join Outdoor Channel on Mondays and prepare for a wild food feast. These birds were flying an hour ago. (laughs) Taste of the Wild is two must-see hours of hunting, fishing, and foraging with cutting-edge host Mike Robinson, Mario Calpo, Stephen Rinella, and Nick Hoffman. I'm blown away by the hunting, culture, and the food. If I was alive three lifetimes, I would never think to do that. Taste of the Wild, Mondays beginning at 7 Eastern, on Outdoor Channel. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found out that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word AL. Thanks for tuning into the Revolution with Jim and Trav's Hunt Vember Show. Now, let's kick off another two-parter with Brett Williams, co-host of Donation on Sportsman Channel, Fridays 12 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays 1 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking Hunt Vember on this week's show. Before the break, Hans Hummel, what a great guy. Got a lot of great seasoning there at High Mount Seasoning. He is the king of flavor. He's, uh, I wish he was from Flavortown. That is now Lander, Wyoming. Flavortown is. <laughs> uh, not, what is well, actually, it? Actually, Riverton. Where did I say, Lander? Well, we had a station. We've got a station in Lander. Well, anyways, this is going so well. Just now being joined by Brett Williams. He's also a flavorful guy. He is the co-host all new show, Doe Nation on Sportsman Channel. That is Friday's 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Brett, you crazy man, how's it going, buddy? Man, I'm awesome. And we are excited. Our first year on Sportsman's Channel, we've been running on our local markets on ABC for the last four years, five years. We've uh, made the move this year to Sportsman's Channel. It's all about growing our ministry and 
and uh, getting the word out about what we're doing. You bet. Well, you know, the interesting part about donation is really a play on words, but uh, you do take not only deer meat, but you also take donations, don't you? And it's funny how that started. We we started years ago doing some doe management for a doctor friend of ours. Just wanted us to shoot does. So Stephen and I would go in there and we'd harvest a few does and we started filming and, you know, said, well, we got a few videos. Let's put them out on YouTube and, you know, for friends and family to make fun of us mainly. But, you know, we started putting some things, you know, some videos out there and we was like, well, we need a name. And uh, we sat there and thought and thought and couldn't do anything with buck because it'd be kind of hypocritical. We just, we didn't kill a lot of bucks. So yeah. I said, what about Donation Outdoors? They said, that's it. Oh, man, so that we were so Donation cool. Outdoors a full year before we started donating the meat. So I'm telling you, that's just how the good Lord works. Yeah. I mean, he put it on our heart that we need to be doing more, and that's how we've done it. So last five years, we've donated about 7,400 pounds. We've oh, had wow. 29,000 folks. Holy cow. So, uh, it, is, it has been a blessing, I tell you. Our best season yet, we donated right at 1,800 pounds. That is so neat. You know, I mean. This is not um, anything new. You know, I mean, we've been feeding the hungry Yo, with wild game for a long time. Right. But you guys are starting a whole new movement. And it, it's really sad. If you look at the statistics, one in nine Americans struggle with hunger. And the really crappy Absolutely. part is one in six kids don't know where their next meal is going to come from. I think in 2019, uh, there was something like 35,207,000 people were food insecure. And Absolutely. wild game is such a popular positive thing uh it is obviously a renewable resource so we should be using wild game to help those in need 100 percent. so i mean just a little statistic for let's drill it down to just our little home county you know where we're from elmore county yeah we started this they were serving around 550 families that's not individuals but families wow and after covid hit they're up to close to 900 wow. in just our county oh, just man. Our little small county so we'll take 800 pounds of deer meat we grind it into one pound packs all burger yeah somebody's getting some prime burger because then it hurts but those tenderloins <laughs> are going in there the back straps going in that burger too but oh yeah anyway we we drop it off and they have a serve day on saturday and it's gone they oh. nickname us the Doughboys. They said, when them Doughboys coming back? They want some more deer meat. So, you know, that just drives us, you know, it drives us to do even more. And it's kind of double memeing on that word, too. We kind of, we like to eat, too. We were joking this weekend, hunting here in, in Kentucky, our lease. We got some big ridges, and we walked several of them out this weekend, and we both looked at each other and said, we got to do better. We got to get on the diet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you, you actually hail from Alabama, and, uh, you know, Alabama is noted for just a ton of deer. Yeah, you guys I mean, are you rich guys with can, deer. You guys can harvest what we do. one a day, right? Yeah, we, we can we can shoot three bucks a season and one doe a day for the entire season. Wow. Uh, when we were kids, uh, kind of date us a little bit. I'm, I'm early 40s, and Stevens just turned 40, so we... Uh, when we started, you had dough days. You could buy some dough tags, and you could, and we had dough days right there after Christmas, where you could shoot does. And uh, that's how far we've come. That's how that's how well the the herd population's done in Alabama. So yeah. Now, are you in the the northern part of Alabama or the southern part? We are right in the middle. We're in central Alabama. We're right between. I tell folks Montgomery and Auburn. Montgomery's the capital, and you know Auburn's got uh, that university that we don't like to talk about. But, you know they're 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 forty five minutes away from from our hometown, so we're right there in Central Alabama, right yeah. across the line. And the Black Belt runs right there. You know, a few counties down from us, 
uh, and it's, it's it's really known for deer hunting. There's some really good, strong counties in there for deer hunting. Yeah. Once again, talk with Brett Williams, the co-host of Donation on a Sportsman Channel. All new series Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Something that just really bothers me, uh, Mr. Brett, when you watch, whether it's a televangelist or you have celebrities or this and that, and everyone is about, you know, feeding the starving kids in Africa or, or Asia or wherever it may be. OK, and that's a one. Wonderful, wonderful thing. But we have so many people here in the United States that are struggling in what a meal can do for them, especially coming up to the holiday season. I'm going to tell you what, give the gift of food, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas. I honestly can't Or any time in between. Yeah, more people yeah. should be doing this like you and your partner, Stephen. Amen. Well, I mean, it's and like you alluded to, it's not an original idea. You have a lot of states that do hunters feeding the hungry, but. You know, the way we've kind of gone at it is we find participating uh, processors. Yeah. We find folks that believe in our ministry and want to team up with us. And, um, you know, we try to give them a little kickback to cover, you know, some labor and, and um, you know, wrapping paper and stuff like that. But, you know, honestly, it's the easiest uh, ground. And, and when we travel out of state, we do a lot of out-of-state travel filming for the show. You know, we, we debone everything that we bring back in the state. Oh, wow. CWD has got to be deboned. So, yeah. We, uh, we've gotten pretty good at processing meat ourselves, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, our processors like that. We just bring it back in coolers. You know, it's been ice down, bring it back to them. They run it through grind and call us about a week later and say, come on, get it. You bet. Hey, Brett, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Sure. All right. Absolutely. Hey, we're talking with Brett Williams. He's co-host of Donation on Sportsman's Channel. Fridays at 12 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, before we get to a break, uh, Mr. Brett, to find you guys online, Donation. Where do we have to go, buddy? Donation.tv. And that's spelled D-O-E Nation, right? D-O-E. Yeah, make sure it's Doe is in the female deer. Uh, TV. TV is just TV. <laughs> I just thought I'd Correct. clarify that one. Yeah. <laughs> a drop of golden sun. <laughs> All right, part two with Mr. Brett coming up next. But first, here's a word for Mrs. Bunny. Don't go anywhere. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on banded birds. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Banded birds. Bagging a banded bird is a feather in the hat of any waterfowler because it's rare. These bands are more than avian jewelry, though. They provide information to help wildlife managers set seasons and bag limits and also tell managers about the travels and lifespan of banded birds. Based on the information recovered from the bands of waterfowl nationwide, the oldest mallard on record was 26 years and 4 months old, a canvas back that was 29 years, 6 months old, and a Canada goose that was 33 years and 3 months old. If you bag a banded bird, congratulations. Now, report it. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Go ahead, please give us the finger by clicking on your mouse and logging on to JimandTrav.com and providing us some feedback. Don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these short messages. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. 
Now, everywhere. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav's Hunt Vember. Now, let's get back to Brett Williams, co-host of Donation on Sportsman Channel, Fridays 12 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays 1 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Hunt Viber on this week. Hunt Viber? Vi- Viber? Hunt Viber? Vember. Vember. Oh, geez. <laughs> He's like a Viber. <laughs> what is a Viber? It's kind of like a Viper. Oh, Viber. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we're talking with Brett Williams. Of course, he's the co-host of Donation yeah. on Sportsman Channel. Fridays at 12 o'clock Eastern Time and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, Mr. Brett, let's say we got a boy or girl, someone in Michigan, Montana, New York, wherever it may be listening right now. And they say, you know what? This is so cool what Brett Williams and his partner, uh, Stephen Cottle, are doing. We want to get involved and we want to start a chapter of donation in our state. Is that something that is possible or can we pick you guys' brains? What, what, what's up with that, man? We, it is 100% possible. So that is actually why we made the move to Sports in this channel because we want to see the ministry grow. And yeah. that's how we're going to grow it is to create chapters yeah. in different states. So we have bylaws set up. You know, of course, we're going to have to have like-minded individuals that are doing doing it for the right reason. But you know, it'd be a little bit of an interview process and stuff like that. But ultimately, 100%, we want to be in all 50 states. We would love to be donating meat under our umbrella. Um, we're, we're actually in the process of forming a nonprofit just to have that and have some liability there. But, you know, it's easy to get in touch with us on our website. It's donation.tv and uh, reach out to us there and we can actually get that ball rolling. So that would, that's what we would love to see happen. We would love to, we've donated 7,500 pounds in five years. We'd love for that to be the yearly average, you mm-hmm. know, moving forward. You bet. Um, so that was a big motivation for us to go to Sportsman's Channel and national platform is to get even more of a word out about. Cause we started donation. We had the intent of growing it a county per year. Oh, know? wow. So we wanted to, we wanted to grow in the state of Alabama a county per year. By year three, we were donating in Arkansas, Tennessee, Oh, wow, really? Yeah, now, earlier yes. you alluded to the fact of uh, of being a ministry. Now, is your ministry giving out meat, or do you actually uh, preach the Word? Well, we, we're not ashamed of our, our faith in Christ. So, I mean, any chance we get to share share the love of Christ and what He's done in our lives, we're, we're not afraid to do that. So, the ministry is donating the meat, but, but obviously it's the meaning behind the meat and why we do it. You know, so why we do it is because the Lord gave us a platform you know, to get his word out there and to show others love that he has for them. And, you know, what a better way of doing that is meeting a basic need. You know, everybody's got to eat. So, I mean, it's been a blessing. You know, we, we're, uh, we're still full time employed, uh, manufacturing plant there in Tallahassee, Alabama, but, you know, we're weekend warriors. Like this weekend, we were up here in Kentucky hunting and had a, uh, had a really good trip and, uh, go have some great shows that come out of this weekend. So, All right, so again, Mr. Brett Williams, he is the co-host of Donation alongside his partner, Stephen Cottle. That's Sportsman Channel, Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, man, to learn more about your show, to watch it, um, to also learn about becoming a member, starting a chapter, donating ourselves to you guys' cause, where can we find you online, man? Donation.tv. That's D-O-E, Nation. TV. It's got all the information on there. Easy to contact. It's got all our social links 
you know, go out there, give us a like, and kind of keep up with what we're what we're doing. We constantly update every time we make a donation and where we're at for the year. So, you know, that's a good way to follow us and, and keep up with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You bet. Hey, that was Brent Williams. He's with Donation. Make sure you check him out. And uh, right after the break, it's going to be me. All right, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, Yamaha Motorsports. Dot com and again go to doe nation doe nation dot tv got to get to a break mr brett you're so awesome god bless you buddy thank you god bless you guys happy thanksgiving from jim and trav it's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about Hunt Vember. We had Steve West on Hans Hummel and... Old uh, Brett Williams. Yeah, you had to read that one, didn't you? Yes, I did. He literally got off the phone with us 90 seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yes, you know what? This is such a fun, festive time of year. We're coming up to the holidays. Make sure you think of others. Don't be selfish like Jimbo and I. Yes. Uh, Donate wild game. Take some kiddos out hunting. You know, now is a good time to uh, get people, kids signed up to get their hunter's education certificate. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right, so we will return next week, boys and girls. Happy Thanksgiving early. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Everything. We love you so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Fourth of July. (laughs) All right, so we love you. We'll return next week. God bless. Peace out.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 